0: Everybody, <laughs> um, I am Lindsay, this is Maria, and we are roomies reviewing the movies. Um, we're all college roommates, and uh, we do film a lot. Um, I have a degree in film, and Maria mm. is a, um, a, um,
1: a... A reviewer. film reviewer?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lost, lost my train of thought. Yeah. Right. A film reviewer for the past 20 something years. So we are here to review 1997's Gang Related, um, which is starring Tupac Shakur, and which was his last um, film role, um, unfortunately, and um, James Belushi, Jim Belushi. So, um, also has other people in it. Um, Layla Rashawn, uh, legendary, yeah, and James Earl Jones,
1: surprisingly, um, surprisingly, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, this is filmed in uh, Los Angeles. The film takes place in Los Angeles, and um, Jim and Tupac are um, detectives. Yeah. Crooked detectives. <laughs> partners. Crooked partners. Right. Um, so basically what their um thing is because Tupac has a um bad gambling problem. And then um Jim well Tupac's character name is Rodriguez, and then Jim's yes. character name is I forgot his name. Oh shoot.
1: Hold on. What was it? uh James? No. No. No, no, that was somebody else. Yeah, hold on. I'll pull it up.
0: Um Da Vinci. Oh sorry. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. Um yeah. Rodriguez
1: and Da Vinci. I'm like, okay.
0: Right. Two ridiculous names, but I digress. Um <laughs> so um Jim's name Jim's character's name is Da Vinci. Tupac is Rodriguez. And um Supaka has a bad gambling problem. Da Vinci is um a person, excuse me, who's just greedy and he um has a wife and has a mit- mistress.
1: Greedy, and- conniving, lying, manipulative, yeah. selfish, <laughs> narcissistic. Yeah, you name it, that's him. Yeah.
0: So um basically what their what their scheme is um, to get extra money and whatnot is they take evidence um, drugs drug mm-hmm. evidence and they sell it and then they turn you sell around-
1: the drugs <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> then they turn around and kill the drug dealer and blame it on gangs
1: It's gangs you know yeah.
0: you know unresolved gangs. And so with them doing that, um, they get the money back. And so, uh, well, they get the money and then they get the drugs back. And then they, put and the then they back have back somebody they have to blame, to blame for the crime. Right. And nobody's looking at them. Right. So that's their, uh, their whole MO. And um, this particular time with them doing the whole scheme or whatnot, they actually killed a DEA officer. And so now... They, um, they have the DEA on their ass to try to figure out who shot this officer, this undercover officer. Because
1: they didn't kill a cop.
0: Right. Mm. They have killed a cop. Wow. Yeah. So not only are they doing that, they also have a case that they pinned on somebody else that is um going through the trial process as well. So they have those two along with Actual murder cases that are legit.
1: So, um, they have to investigate the old murder that they committed, right? Right. So now they are,
0: um, they're on a time crunch to try to get somebody to pin this murder on that they actually did. Mm -hmm. So they're picking up, you know, usual suspects and whatnot, literally, every person they pick up has a ironclad alibi
1: ironclad yeah so with that um like they really can't even like one guy was like I was in jail what are you right. talking about I was in jail all night other dude was like um I was in the hospital right <laughs> like I literally just got out yesterday <laughs> and the thing they do this thing where like when they're interviewing these folks they have the gun you know the and they push the gun towards them, and so yeah. the person reaches out to like to stop or touch the gun or whatever. I'm like, stop touching the gun! Yes,
0: yes that was literally everybody that they had in an interrogation room that they did that to. Because as soon as they touch
1: the gun, they're like, exactly. Yeah. They're like, well, well, your fingerprints are on it, so
0: right. And they keep touching the gun with the um with the pencil, picking it up with the pencil and you know, swinging it back and forth. Making sure they're
1: not touching the gun.
0: Right. Crazy. And so, like, um, the third person that they did this to, (laughs) that person was really, um, was really hip on on everything, you Mm -hmm. know, everything that was going on. But he was just like, you know, you said last Friday? Oh, I was robbing a bank last Friday.
1: (laughs) It was like, uh, like mm-hmm. I'd rather do one to five and ten to life. Sorry, right? <laughs> see, the problem with career criminals is that you know they're busy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So
0: every, like I said, everybody has a alibi that you know you just can't get around. So, again, the DEA is on the precinct's ass to try to get somebody. So the chief is on their ass to get somebody. Um. So. You know, one of his one of um, Da Vinci's rendezvous with this mistress that he has, who also is a stripper. He ends up leaving her apartment,
1: played by Layla Rashan.
0: Yes, and um, he ends up leaving her apartment and pulls a gun out on a homeless person that startled him. So he ends up getting a bright idea: Hey, I can pin this murder on him. Like nobody cares about
1: him, right? And and the, see, the thing is, they have been using Layla as part of the drug deal somehow? Yes. Um, like, I guess she was supposed to be the one to like, kind of seduce the guy to get him to do the drug deal? I'm assuming that I'm, not quite probably, sure.
0: I'm assuming that these are probably um, somebody that um, maybe she met at in the club or something? Club, oh, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming is that that's who that is. And um, he... And, she brings them to them, you know, because you know, strippers apparently are liaisons for drugs. The police. Yeah. And police, right. And police. <laughs> right. <laughs> so and of course she gets a cut of it as well. Um, but um, yeah, so they run into this guy and um the guy is like a complete drunk. The um the homeless guy and the homeless guy is played by Dennis Quaid, mm-hmm. and so and then they've got
1: all this like hair and makeup on him and stuff, so you can't really see him that well. Mm-hmm. He's and, extremely uh, dirty, yeah, he's very dirty, yeah, he's incoherent. Uh, when he talks, he doesn't seem to know who he is. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, but apparently, Layla, Rashawn's character, knows him just from seeing him around the cup, co- the, you know, seeing him around the way, right?
0: Right, because he lives in the alley next to her apartment building. Okay so um she knows him by that but um of course he, they Da Vinci thought it was a bright idea to pin it on him so he takes him um brings him to I'm assuming that was um Rodriguez's apartment that he brings him to
1: okay. I and, thought it was just some motel or something
0: no I think it was an
1: apartment okay. and um
0: you know him and Rodriguez are you know, um, enticing him with alcohol.
1: I mean, straight up feeding him straight vodka. Cheap vodka at that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely plastic with the candle on it, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: so, um, you know, a drunk being a drunk, they're going to do whatever they need to do to get that bottle. So, that's basically what he did. He uh, was just like, yeah, sure. I, I shot him, you know. And took the bottle and took it straight to the face. Straight, to the, race, straight to the face. Yeah, it was like, whoa. Like he didn't flinch or nothing. So before
1: they're giving him like this glass and like just pouring straight. Mm-hmm. I was like, Y'all not gonna put any soda or juice in that or nothing? Like <laughs> nope. <laughs> and, cause that was not a problem because he took that whole bottle. <laughs> right,
0: right. So
1: yeah, and they were yeah,
0: they were enticing him with that. And so when he did that. we was like okay know where this is going you know we're gonna get him to do whatever you know do whatever we want and so um they got him to sign his name to a confession um again he didn't sign his real name he signed joe doe so um, he's
1: like i don't know my name
0: right right cuz he's he's been out he's been incoherent from what they find out later on 7 years yeah so yeah he um they ended up um you know arresting him getting him um booked and whatnot and because this is a high profile case it shows up in the paper and whatnot and like i said before they also got this other trial that's going on with this other um this other case that they pinned on this person and so that trial um, has a murder weapon and they keep taking the gun in and out of evidence um, at first they was just like oh we don't have a gun no more so the, the case was about to go to shit
1: yeah because yeah, what and, they did was like that, that murder happened yeah. that gun was put into evidence they took the gun out of the evidence to murder the the uh, dude who ended up being the cop. And right. now they're trying to use the same weapon for two different trials. Right.
0: right. I mean, just very, very, very sloppy.
1: sloppy. So sloppy. And so,
0: and so, um then they had an issue because the chief told the guy there's over evidence that, um, you know, you need paperwork to even go back there. So when they try to go back there and get the gun again, they couldn't so they had to go on the street buy a gun from a random gun dealer and say hey DA we got a gun now so the DA puts the gun um in the evidence for this trial and the guy sees the gun flips that's not my gun that's not my fucking gun. That's not my fucking gun. So, was not the gun like, I did the murder with. <laughs> like, right, right. Like, no, that's not mine. Absolutely not. So he flips out. They try to, um, the bailiffs try to restrain him. He, like, steals on one of the bailiffs. So then they subdue him in the middle of the floor in, tr- in the court. And so, um, yeah, so this complete outburst happens. Um, come to find out. They ended up acquitting that person. So that person walks. Mm, so now they a got. Of
1: evidence. Mm. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Hmm, miraculously. Cause like he, he got to be believed if y'all don't even have the gun and he's telling y'all. And he went to this extreme saying that that wasn't his gun. He, I mean, that's definitely believable. So, <sighs> so yeah. So he walks. So. Now they're flipping out because that case didn't work out. So now they got to go back to this other case. Well, because the man is in jail, um, Dennis Quaid's character, uh, Joe Doe. So now he's in jail. So he's sobering up. He's going through detox. He has a um, public defender. And so the public defender is like, yeah, yeah. There's something fishy about this, you know. So they put him in
1: public you know, defender is actually doing his job, like, doing his job, right, leaking into the leads and stuff, doing the stuff that the cops aren't doing, right? Right, because normally
0: when you get a public defender, they're like, Oh, we want you to plead, you know.
1: So they're not but, doing detective work like, at all,
0: at all. But he's looking at this and he's just like, One and one is not equal in two.
1: This so, white man is innocent, right. <laughs>
0: So he cleans them up um, as far as the drugs are concerned. He cleans them up and then he um, he uh, tries to talk to him. And the guy, now that he's clean, he's like, well, I signed a confession. I did it. So I just want to plead guilty and, you know, take my punishment. And the defender the is like, yeah, I don't think that's a wise idea. And so, again, with this being a high-powered yeah. case, it hits the um, newspaper. And with it hitting the newspaper, um, it catches the eye of this very famous attorney who High represents... Legendary. Yes, legendary attorney who represents this Family. The family, he takes the newspaper to the family um, because Dennis Quaid's character was presumably by his family dead because they haven't talked to him in seven years. Um, Come to find out, his name is William uh, McCabe. I think it's William McCabe. So And this
1: guy is like a saint.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So James Earl Jones' character he ends up um, representing him along with the public defender. Um, and James Earl Jones' character name is Arthur Baylor. So um, he ends up um, defending him. And they end up putting in the newspaper who this person actually is. The person is a surgeon
1: who comes from this wealthy family. He's a millionaire, playboy, philanthropist, surgeon. No, no, not
0: millionaire. Not millionaire. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry.
1: little, my bad.
0: You're right. Billionaire. And so he comes from this family who owns this, I think, tech company. But he didn't go into that field. He went into medicine. So he is a surgeon. And he is not only a surgeon, but he gives back. He was doing surgeries in Africa. For organ transplants on, like, kids or whatever. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> he is, like, is the best that they come, you know?
1: Yeah. And Especially and, when it comes to billionaires.
0: Right. And so, now, Rodriguez and Da are, like, WTF. Yeah. Mm-hmm especially Rodriguez he was just like this is who you pin this murder on this person and oh, like, well, how was I supposed to know like really? he was a bum in the street <laughs> so yeah
1: and like they're uh, trying to get you know Leila Rashawn to be a, a witness against him mm-hmm. uh, for this trial and she doesn't want to go through with it because she knows she knows know? this guy is Joe and she knows he didn't do it right Right. And um, there's a, there was this scene where they're trying to convince her to do it. You know, basically trying to bully her into it. And Da Vinci's asking her, like, how do you know it wasn't him? And Rodriguez, he really hates her for some reason. Um, But he, he's like, well, I bet she was blowing him. And she's like, better him than you. Right. <laughs> and he goes, I can't afford it. And she said, I know you can't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, they they don't have the best of um the best of relationship between them two. He probably just like you know he brought well I'm sure he knows everything between her and Da Vinci,
1: right? But see, uh, the thing is, we don't even find out Da Vinci is married right until, until like
0: halfway through. Yes, yeah, right. So um,
1: and he's telling Layla, oh, I'm gonna make plans for our future, duh, 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 you know.
0: Yeah, and she's just like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they um they have this uh that well, the whole thing with um Leather Rashawn's character was that she was supposed to um just pick him out of a lineup, which she did. She didn't want to do that, but she did it anyway. And so, now with this um case going to trial, now she's like, I, they're asking me to, or no, not asking, they're subpoenaing me to be a witness. I don't want to be a witness. You said that I didn't have to do all of this. You said it was supposed to be an open and shut case, blah, blah, blah. So um, Da Vinci is um, trying to think, and he's just like, well, I'll tell you everything that you need to say. It will, it'll be fine. And so um, with So she kind of calms down or whatever, but she's, you know, she's still pissed. So, um, the DA contacts, um, Layla Washon's character, what is her name?
1: What is her name? Um, Cynthia
0: Webb. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, um, the DA's office contacts her and was like, we need to talk to you. Uh, Can I come to your house at two? She's like, yeah. So, after she gets off the phone with the DA, she Bails,
1: burns out. Mm-hmm. So, got, got her suitcase, getting on the bus.
0: Yes, she's on the bus. She's out of here. So when that happened or whatever, um Da Vinci goes to her apartment now because that and he has a wrist. key he to
1: her place. Key.
0: Yes, he has a key. And so he's just walking in like Scooty Doo. Um she's not there.
1: Because so he because before he gets there, he's talking to Rodriguez about killing her. Right, right.
0: And so he has a whole argument with Roy Rodriguez about killing her, and because Roy Rodriguez is like, that's another body, like, I'm not here for it.
1: He's so like, he said 11 is enough. I said
0: 11! Right, right, because they've been running this scheme. You know, so... 10 yeah. was fine, but 11 is just too far. <laughs> right, it's just one too many. All right. He was supposed to stop at 10, and it was just supposed to be that. But, and, but that's but that's the crazy part because that's Da Vinci's mistress, and he's the one that came up with the idea to kill her. Right. You know, so yeah, that's why that's how you know men ain't shit. But anyway, Rodriguez uh, <laughs> mean, like, "Well,
1: I don't like her, but I do not want to kill her."
0: Right. So, um, so yeah, so he goes to her apartment. She's not there. While he's leaving, the DA um, is about to knock on her door. So they end up having dialogue. And um, because the DA is like, why are you here, right? So he's like, oh, I'm just trying to follow up with her and blah, blah, blah. Well, let me know if you find her because she's not here. And, you know, I mean, the door was unlocked. And um, yeah, I found it like this. I found it like this. So I just wanted to make sure because you just never know with situations like this. And so the DA is side eyeing him, but he's just like, okay. So... Um, he ends up. Um, da Vinci ends up going to a um to Kyle
1: hunter. Barker,
0: yes, Kyle Barker, T.C. Carl- Carson, <laughs> and um, his name is Manny. And so um, he ends up going to Manny, to um, which is a bell uh, um, a bell bondsman slash bounty hunter. And so he told he told him that he needs to find her. So he ends up finding her. Brings her back. Oh, excuse me. And so, um, she ends up, um, she ends up testifying in the trial. And so, at first, she was okay, but you know, um, Arthur
1: is the lawyer. He's cross examining her. Yes,
0: he's cross examining her, and he knows from the jump that she's lying because. Um, Dennis Quay's character tells him, I know her. I know her. Like, I don't remember where I know her, but I know her. And so he's asking her, and she's like, No, I don't know him. And so she, he's like, Okay, well, you know, that if you perjure yourself, that's against the law and you can go to jail. And so they ended up catching her up. And- yeah,
1: because he starts calling the defendant Joe. Ooh, excuse me. Yes. Yeah instead of his real name and she still knows who he's talking about right that's how he caught her like no you actually know him as joe and why do you know him as joe because he slept in the alley by your apartment
0: right right and so she ends up um admitting that she does know him and um so they're like this is deeper than what the surface is telling us like are you covering up for somebody? So now all of a sudden she don't know anything. just mm-hmm. like I don't know, I don't know. She's, while just she's trying saying, to stay alive, right? While she's at saying, this point,
1: both both Rodriguez and and uh, Da Vinci are like, let's kill her, right? And she knows that, yeah. but while she's saying that, she's crying like
0: tears are dropping down. So they know it's deeper. Because why are you crying if you don't know anything? You know, right? So, oh excuse me. So um it is it, it, it's contagious, I know. <laughs> so yeah, um so yeah, so that didn't work out well. Um so now she uh she ends up getting arrested and so um Da Vinci goes back to Manny to have her bailed out. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and bails her out. So, when she when she gets bailed out, she's suspicious. She's like, who the hell then bailed me out?
1: Right. And she doesn't want to go because she knows they still out there.
0: Exactly. And so, Manny is just like, you know, you're a stripper, right? And so, then she's like, yeah. So, he, she was like, you know, um, men are sweet on you. So, maybe it was just somebody that uh, is just trying to help you out. Because he had instructions not to tell her who bailed her out. So she's just like he's trying to low key tell her, right, right. He wants to tell her, but yeah. So he he ends up taking her with him back to his um office. So a couple people come and get her from the office, and she just goes. She don't ask no questions or anything. I was just like, I mean, you ain't even gonna ask their name or nothing. You You gonna have to fight me. We gonna right like come on, right like that didn't. That didn't make sense to me. But, um... Now the precinct is kind of leery about how this whole trial is going. And, um... You know, meanwhile, Rodriguez is low-key flipping out because of how the trial is going. So, um... Yeah. So, they end up getting, um... Cynthia. And they bring her in. And, um... James L. Jones's character. He talks to her and he's just like you know, um, you need to tell us everything and she's she's reluctant at first but then she's just yeah. like, you know, um I'll I'll do it you know if I get full immunity. So James L Jones's character goes back to the uh, to the police chief and tells him, you know, you, uh, we have, I mean, we have the witness. She's willing to talk, but she needs full, full immunity. Yes. He's reluctant to give that. But um, L. Jones's character is like, you know, you don't have a case. Let's just be real about this. You don't have a case. And she's the only person that can probably connect you to who actually did it. Therefore, you really want to hear what she says. And you know, this case
1: is bigger than just this trial,
0: exactly. So he's like, All right, well, if um, if she got something that's willing to be heard, then she got the she got the immunity. If not, nobody goes anywhere. So he's like, All right, so he brings um, he brings her in and um, they get a recorded statement from her. Apparently, it's everything that they needed to hear because they end up getting um. William off so he gets off and now they know that this shit that this whole thing is a scam so they really need to know exactly what happened so um, Rodriguez and um, Da Vinci are flipping out uh, more Rodriguez than anything
1: and it's finally the part where they give Tupac something to do because so much of this movie is just Belushi hmm and it's like yeah. I, okay that's fine but like you put tupac in here for a reason let him do something <laughs> like- yeah
0: yeah 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 so um yeah so they uh they end up having this big argument and um da vinci is just like you know take your shirt off and so he was like you don't um trust me now and he was like no take your shirt off so they he ended up um finding out that he that Rodriguez got on a
1: wire. No, no, even before that though, he's like, you know, he wants him to take his shirt off, whatever. He wants to prove he's not wearing a wire. He pulls out a gun and holds a gun to his partner's head, like, yeah, prove yeah, me, yeah. blah blah blah. Right. And Rodriguez is like really shaken up. Uh, Tupac is doing some really good acting in this scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's yeah. like, you would do that to me. You would you would pull the gun out on me. You know, right. to the point where even though I don't like Rodriguez in this movie because you're not really supposed to like the cops anyway, um mm-hmm. he's like actually making you feel sorry for him. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was like it kind of felt like he was like along for the ride unwillingly, mm-hmm. but he very much was, was down for the whole scheme because he had that gamble. Right. It, right. You know, so but so but he I had a, he'd was, had
1: enough, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. It was just, it was too far for him. So they, um, so yeah, so he, um, Da Vinci finds out that Rodriguez has a wire on. And then he tells him like, yeah, I'm wearing a wire and I told them everything. So, yeah. So he told him to get out the car. So he ends up, um, getting out the car and Da Vinci leaves him there. And so, um, he ends up back at his apartment. Um Rodriguez does, and he flips out. Starts like trashing his own apartment, and um, the people that he have the get that he has the gambling debt with come from the back, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Yeah, um, uh, I mean, chill out. I don't know what you're doing here or whatever, but you still owe me some money. So, yeah,
1: we'll pay up because at the beginning of the movie, he had to pay them." You know, yeah. that was one of the reasons he was, like we were saying, one of the reasons he was doing this whole thing anyway. So he, he he had to pay them like four grand at the beginning of the movie. Well,
0: this is the thing. He owed them 30 and he gave them what he had, which was the four grand. And the four grand didn't, excuse me, didn't pay down the debt. It just bought him an extension. He was already a week late. Wild, Right. He was already a week late when he gave them the four grand.
1: Did they ever say what he was betting on to owe them thirty grand? No, they didn't. Cause that's, in- that's an insane amount of money, my guy. What?
0: Right, right. So you um,
1: can't be making what you think he's making—maybe sixty grand at that time as a yeah, like at,
0: at best. And he's a detective <sighs> at that. Yeah, like at best, you know. So, um, so yeah, so he uh, he flips out on them. And so they ended up having a tussle off camera. And then next thing you know, you hear a couple of gunshots. Um, fast forward to the next scene. He is dead. Everybody, um, like all the detectives and everything, police chief, all of that, they're in his apartment. Um, and he's, he's sitting there in his kitchen, dead.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're
0: just like, they're thinking that Da Vinci did it. So they're like, we need to find him, blah, 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 blah. Find Da Vinci. So can't find Da Vinci because he, you know, he goes um, MIA because he found out that um, because of Rodriguez wearing that wire that they know. So he already went MIA because of that. So, um, yeah. Uh,
1: after that. Then uh, there's like a time jump. Yeah, it was like
0: months later. So four months later, um, Cynthia is still working in the club. And so she ends up going home um, and Da Vinci is in her home. Mm -hmm. So they end up having dialogue. He ends up getting some money from her. Um, And so with their dialogue, he ends up shooting her. And so, he's under the impression he didn't kill her. So, he walks out. He's acting like he's, like, actually affected by um, shooting her or whatever. Right. Come (laughs) on. Then he goes to Manny's office and he tells Manny, hey, I need a car. I need to get out of here. So, Manny um, gets him a driver or whatnot. And so, um, then we find out on another scene that um, Cynthia is in the hospital. And she's going in and out of consciousness. Because she's still alive. Yep. So um, they're about to. Brush um, her in the side. Can't
1: do anything right. like
0: <laughs> Right. Like nothing. And so. Um, yeah. So she's alive. So we find out she's alive. Good deal. Then. Um, Manny gets the car. For uh, Da Vinci. And with Manny getting the car for Da Vinci. Da Vinci gets in the car and leaves. And he's telling the driver, um, you know, instructions go south, get on the interstate, and t- um, do the speed limit.
1: So I'm driver, always surprised it took him like four months to get this together, though. Like, what was he doing? Yeah. Like, was I don't know. Yeah. Cause I
0: mean, yeah. Cause I mean, it was only so many places you can hide unless he was on the street. Right. Know? So, um, yeah. So the driver. Pulls over into an alley, turns around, and... No, no, no. He, while he's driving, he turns around, and he shoots um, Da Vinci. Then we f- um, find out who the driver is. And then the driver um, pulls into the an alley and leaves the car there. Well, the driver was the guy from the other trial that was going on while they did this. While yeah. they did this whole situation, the guy who was
1: like that's not my gun.
0: Right, that was that's not my gun. That's not my fucking gun. So yeah, so the driver was him. So he got his revenge, and that is gang related.
1: Yes. So, what are your thoughts? What were your initial thoughts while watching? Um, for me, it was a little long. It seemed like um it was about probably, almost two hours. Yeah. It seemed like something that should have been more of like a TV show, or maybe it was a TV show idea at some point, mm-hmm. um, because the because of the pacing was just like, oh, the movie's still happening, like mm-hmm. you know, because like um, uh, James Earl Jones to show up until like a, until like you're almost in the last you know third of the movie, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, we're still we're still doing this, you know, and right. then and right. then you have that trial, and then you have the four months later part. Which I don't really understand.
0: Yeah, we didn't really <laughs> need the four months later. Um, I mean, I guess to give the audience, um,
1: you know, a resolution or a conclusion I mean, to Da Vinci. I mean, you could still do that without even saying four months later. Right, right. Because like we're saying, like, well, what was he doing for four months? Exactly, exactly. So and and then the whole
0: Layla Rashawn thing, like we her character we didn't really need
1: them at all and like we didn't you know we she has like you know a few scenes and two of those scenes are in the strip club with her dancing <laughs> right which i feel like that was just to like, have okay. her naked you know? right right <laughs> because she could just be serving drinks or something or just walking up and talking to people did not well, actually didn't, we didn't need we didn't need to know that she was back there at all
0: like that didn't have anything to do with anything
1: right and like if she, like she could still be a stripper and like we don't have to have a full minute of her dancing on the pole. Like I just mm-hmm. oh. right. <laughs> and it wasn't like she was like doing some super acrobatic stuff or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, but you know, the strippers in the movies back in the '90s didn't do
0: acrobatics. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: she was just kind of leaning on the pole for like ninety seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the pole was there for assistance, not as the main So yeah. And then, oh, and then um, another part we forgot to, or I forgot to mention, Um, Dennis Quaid's character, um, the reason why he had this big fall from grace was because he had an affair on his wife and the wife found out and she was ballistic and she, um, she took their kids and left the house. ended up getting into a car wreck killed herself and the kids and so he had extreme guilt Mm the virus remorse from that and he um you know had this extreme fall from grace while he was in jail um his cellmate you know asked him what the hell happened like you were a doctor like what happened and so how'd you end up here Right, and so he ended up telling telling that story. Now the paper said about how he um, had the wife and kids and how they died. However, the element of how the of how that happened with the affair that was the first time he ever told somebody was his cellmate. So that led to his guilt and why he was just like, oh well. That person could have still been alive if I didn't shoot them and I signed the um the paper admitting guilt. So right. I just need to uh, plead guilty and take my and take my time.
1: Yeah, he's feeling um, guilty from what happened with his wife and everything. Right. And his children. So he's like, Well, I'll just do the time anyway. It right. doesn't matter. Right, right. So um, but
0: we did get resolution with him. He ended up working back in the hospital again. Yeah. So. And we found that out when um, Rashawn's character was in the hospital after she got shot. So, yeah. But, um, but All yeah. La. But yeah. So, yeah. What were your initial thoughts on on the movie?
1: Well, I was a little long, like I was saying before. It seemed like yeah. maybe it was supposed to be a TV show. Um, I did wish they used uh, Tupac a little more because he had some really great promise. Um. In the scenes where they gave him something to do, Mm -hmm. Uh, it seemed a lot like a Belushi vehicle, which I was like, "That seems odd." I don't know. I don't remember Belushi being like a super big movie star at that time um, in '99 to be like, "Let's give him all of the lines and scenes." (laughs) Like, I don't
0: know. It was it was definitely um, his character was driving was driving uh, force, and it was centered around. James Belushi, I don't... I think the name Belushi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think with him, it was more about his brother than him. Hmm. Even though he's a good actor as well. I mean, I did used to watch According to Jim, so...
1: No, um, he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. But, um,
0: I, but it just seems like when it comes to the Belushi brothers, it was more about his brother than him.
1: Yeah. And um, this is an example of... um something we were i think we were talking about before like how in the 90s you had a lot more movies that were kind of mid-tier right as the term as budget goes right mm-hmm. so that's where you would see films ahead that were a little bit more experimental in nature maybe they weren't your typical big blockbuster kind of movies and mm-hmm. um, but you got to see you know more creativity you know perhaps and like new actors uh in these kind of vehicles. So so this is a good example of that, I think. Yes,
0: yes. And, um, you know, um, and then also back then, Tupac only had like a handful of roles. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, he was like a big star as far as a rapper. Yeah. But he wasn't that big of a star as far as an actor is concerned. Yeah. yeah. So I can definitely see why they... Chose to have um Jim Belushi be the driving force because even when you watch the trailer, um, his it's just Jim, yeah, yeah, it's just Jim Belushi's name, and then right after they show the flash of just Jim Belushi's name, then they show a flash of Tupac and they say, and Tupac Shakur in his last acting role.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, but but again, it just said gang related, but it had James Belushi right above gang related instead of like having several names. Cause I mean, they had some, big names, some yeah. big names, in this movie. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, it was big
1: fish. Dennis Quaid, like, right, very you know famous at the time, like so, right? Uh, right. Yeah, but you know, I I, I just was kind of surprised it didn't involve. I didn't expect Tupac to be leading. That they didn't involve him more because you clearly put him in for a reason. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then the whole, <laughs> and then I remember back because um, I didn't remember too much of it back when I initially watched it because I kind of was low-key confused back when I first watched it twenty mm-hmm. some odd years ago. Um, but I um I remember being one of the things of me being confused about was the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, why are they calling it gang-related? But watching it now, I'm like, okay, it makes sense why they call it gang-related. Because that's what they were blaming these murders on that they were doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And, just,
0: and they were just leaving them unsolved. Like, oh, it's gang-related. It's related. Yeah, oh. gang
1: violence. Yeah.
0: Right, right. And it makes you wonder, like, is that what they really do?
1: Oh, I'm quite sure.
0: Yeah, right, right. Especially, like, where gangs are heavily... Um, populated, like, because they're in LA, you know. So, yeah,
1: I don't know if you've ever seen Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, mm-hmm. the
0: TV show. That movie? Oh no, no, no. the movie. I don't. Oh, we had God. this conversation before because yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't. I was too. I was too much of a fan of the movie that I was.
1: I to was too. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You gotta watch the TV show, but uh, part of the TV show is you know the explanation for all these things happening that they give is that it's gangs on PCP. Okay. (laughs) Wow. All right. So gang related just covers a myriad of things apparently. Mm -hmm. uh, Including the supernatural. Right.
0: (laughs) Yep. Just is what it is. Yeah. We're just gonna blame it on gangs. It's just it's just an easy cop out.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed the movie. It felt it felt too long to me. There were some things we could just do without We could tighten up the pacing a little bit, Um, but it was it was it was still a good movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely um, was that.
1: They did use one Tupac song. No, they had a couple of Tupac songs. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Um, I just remember "Good Money."
0: um, There was a song on the um, opening, and then um, because that song that "My Life, My Life, My Life, My Life" Oh, yeah, one time. Yeah, that was that one.
1: Um, what's the name of that song? I probably thought of the, the sample where that song came from. Probably, yeah, because yeah.
0: that song is called "Lost Souls." Uh, so they play "Lost Souls." They play "How Do You Want It?" When they were stripping,
1: that's it. It was "How Do You Want It?" not get money. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, so yeah, they had a couple of they had a couple of songs. Um. But yeah, so uh, our rating system. So well, we hold have, on,
1: hold on. Uh, Why uh, did you choose this movie?
0: Uh, Well, I chose the movie because um, the um, documentary, Dear Mama, Mm -hmm. that was on FX and Hulu, uh, that is uh, covering the life of Tupac and his mama, Afeni Shakur, um, had recently aired. And I was watching it and it was really good. So it just had me like in a whole Tupac um mind mindset. Yeah. yeah. So um that was mainly why I mean I already had it on my list, mm-hmm. but um that was mainly why I was like, okay, we need to, we need to do a Tupac movie. Um, you know, anybody that watched the uh, last review of the mummy when we were talking about it, you know, I initially wanted it to be juice. Which was Tupac's first movie, mm-hmm. but um, Juice isn't available unless you pay for it. So um, we ended up coming up with gang-related. So
1: yeah. Do you remember seeing this movie when it came out and what you thought of it then? I I did not see
0: it when it came out. I saw it probably like a couple years later on cable. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I was confused. <laughs> i was confused on a lot of stuff so um i got clarity watching it again this time because i was just like you know why are they killing people and stuff like that like i didn't get the whole scheme
1: the crooked cop oh (laughs) yeah Yeah. so
0: that and then even when with the whole with me watching it again i didn't get it again and i was watching it with a friend and he had to explain it to me (laughs) So, yeah. And then I didn't remember a lot of it. I just remembered mm-hmm. too I got killed. So,
1: well, I mean, you know, it's been yeah. a while. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah, like
0: the movie came out in 97. I probably watched it in, two, in 2000.
1: Oh, my goodness. 97. Yeah. So we were 13.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Going on 14. Right, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um Yes. uh, so, I, and then i watched it on cable so yeah but like i remember um gridlock had came out like right after he died and mm-hmm. then and then gang related was the last one and probably because of the confusion of it all i probably enjoyed gang Rel- or gridlock better mm-hmm. but um But now, rewatching Gang Related, it was a really good movie. So, um... And he acted his ass off. And then it's just so crazy. Looking at Tupac, it's just so wild that he was 25. Yeah. And he was younger than that when he filmed the movie. So,
1: yeah. You know, um...
0: Yeah, so R.I.P. to him. Um... You know... It's so funny because yesterday, um... I took my nephew and his friends to the theme park here, which is called Rose of Fun. And so while I took them there, I was just like, what do y'all know about Tupac? Uh, We just know, we just know he was a rapper. Like they didn't know anything about him. So I was like, all right, well we're going to have a whole little learning lesson on the way Mm -hmm. to uh, Rose of Fun.
1: Well, I have a captive audience we're going to listen to some Tupac <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so we listened to Tupac I gave them a little crash course on him and his mama they hadn't even heard about the Black Panthers it was bad
1: oh goodness yeah well, okay we got we got some work to do
0: yeah yeah so um I had to tell them you know a brief little history about the Black Panthers uh and then I told them about um, Afini Shakur and then I told them about Tupac we played their songs. It was so funny because like when I played um, Hit em Up, mm-hmm. my nephew was like, he sounds serious. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he was dead ass. <laughs> you ever show him the TikTok? No, no, I didn't show him. What so I did show them though, which was um, by my nephew's request because I played the song and then I told them about the video. So he was like, can you pull the video up? Uh, was, I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell them, like, like I had to put them in the mind frame that we was. Because I was, like, I was in eighth grade when all this happened. So I had to tell them, like, you know, he died. And then this video came out. So it was kind of like he was um, predicting his death. So he mm-hmm. was like, oh, can you pull the video up? So I
1: was like, yeah, I'll pull the video up. Oh, so, man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So it was sad. But like, I remember he, I remember just, being like, in
1: eighth grade, like when that happened and this girl was like, If he dies, I'm not coming to school. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I and that's what I told them. I was just like, you know, he died and then Biggie died, mm. and that was my whole eighth grade year. And now I, I was just like, I was back like, and they're 14, so they about to go into their sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, Yeah, this was eighth grade for me. Like I had to tell them about the whole East Coast, West Coast rivalry. Oh my had, goodness. Yeah, like I and the ride was maybe, maybe 20 minutes. But then, like, everybody was coming at the same time. So we had to sit, sit in this really long line. So they probably was with me for like 30, 35 minutes.
1: Nice.
0: So, yeah. But,
1: yeah. I got to make some YouTube playlists of like. Yeah. Right. Because, like, he had,
0: heard, he had heard some song. I forgot what song. But he, then he also said he heard Hail Mary. And I was like, okay. I was like, "Hail Mary makes sense, especially considering who my sister is. Cause my sister loves nineties rap, so oh.
1: yeah." So did I she like know it. you? Did she know you uh, had to take them to school?
0: Um, no, I took them to uh, Worlds of Fun.
1: No, no, metaphorically.
0: Oh, oh, no! I told them after. I told because <laughs> like me and me, and my mom and my sister have a group check, have a group chat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: text, and um, I told them after. And so <laughs> I had made a post on Facebook about the whole hit em up conversation. <laughs> and so I had sent that to them in the group chat. And my mom was like, Why would you play that for them? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Wait, man. I was like, Hold on, ma'am. I learned about this song when I was a kid on <laughs> your watch.
1: When I was younger so, than them. Right.
0: Right. I was like, So, yeah. Why are you trying to come for me?
1: I'm just following your footsteps. Okay.
0: Like <laughs> Yeah. Perfect role model here. So yeah.
1: That's what cool aunties get to do though.
0: Right, right. And then like on the post, my friend tried to say that he was gonna call DFS on me. I said, This ain't my kid, so oh, I'm good. <laughs> call him if you want to. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, I've been in a whole Tupac um state of mind. Yeah. So yeah. So that so that led to um so yeah the documentary led to me picking picking to yeah, pop now. Yeah. All
1: right, cool. So about our rating scale. Yes,
0: yes. So our rating scale is um one movie real trash AF, two, it exists, three, entertaining, four, great, five, a true classic. Mm-hmm. So what say you? Um,
1: I would give it uh 3.5 i would say entertaining needs some work though but
0: yeah yeah um i would say the same 3.5 it's definitely entertaining it does keep you um engaged Mm -hmm. but then it does um kind of fall off because there's there's just certain scenes that just were completely unnecessary yeah you know so if they tighten it up
1: yeah, because even if a movie is long, you don't ever want to feel like how much longer do I have, you know?
0: <laughs> hmm Right. Exactly.
1: So, yeah, as long
0: as they tighten it up, you know, could you see them redoing it.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. percent mm mm-hmm. yeah. uh, very easily, Very easily done, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. So, what are we doing next week? Have you ever seen the movie Go? No. From 1999? No. That's what we'll be doing. It is on Pluto TV. Okay. It's free.
0: Okay. So let's see. Go. Mm
1: -hmm. Who's in Go? Who's in Go? Let me see here. I haven't seen it like since then, but I remember really liking it at the time. Oh man, ton of people that you know better now. So, yes. So, Timothy Oliphant, Katie Holmes, Tay Diggs, Melissa McCarthy, Scott Wolfe, uh, Jane Krakowski, like just okay. a, William Fisher. Yeah. A ton of people.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Luke Wilson is in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people. It's one of those, you remember. Like in the late '90s, you had kind of like uh, you had your some of your teen comedies where they were kind of they were ensemble casts. So like, can't hardly wait, right? Has yeah, a lot of it that that you know, hardly wait, yeah. right? That you know now. So this is kind of one of those kind of deals. Okay. Um, but it has a really inventive storytelling method that was new for me at the time. So okay. I'll be interested to see what you think of it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And it's also had for- a really good soundtrack. Okay.
0: All right. I see it. I see. All right. And it's on Pluto. So that work it's On Pluto for free. Yep. Yep. Okay. I am um, excited. So, yeah. Yeah. See Tay Diggs and all that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll be watching Go next week. So, yeah. Maria, where can we find you?
1: You can find me online, anywhere, any kind of social media. If I'm there, I'm going to be at Valor More Dollars. That's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R-Dollars. I'm also on a podcast called Nerdgasm Noir. And we're making a returns five black women talking nerdy, geeky tech things. So you can come join us and have a good time and geek out with us. Well, where can they find you, Lindsay? Um, you can find me
0: everywhere on social media at L underscore That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And then also on my other podcast, The Issue Talk, um, it is me and my cousin. And we talk about um, various topics.
1: So do you have a
0: date for when you guys are coming back?
1: I don't have right now. It'll be next month. Okay. Um, we've recorded a couple episodes and we're getting some other things in the works too. So subscribe and you'll never have to wonder because it'll just show up in your feed. Cool.
0: Cool. All right. Well, this is episode 27, gang related, for Romy's review of the movie. So we will see you guys on
1: episode 28. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Have a good holiday, everybody. Yes.